everybody, and of course, welcome to Hashtag Marketing Mondays. Well, of course, this is a show that features industry leaders, thought leaders, who will actually share their career journey to inspire the world of marketing. And this is, of course, an uh, initiative of Blogapalooza in partnership with Marketech APAC. So, right, today we are going to be, you know, having so much fun learning about uh, our career journeys and as well as the world of marketing. And then today we have a very, very special guest who will share his career success and how he was able to land on that specific type of field. Well, of course, we have um, our special guest. His name is Prashant Pala, and he is actually the country manager of Shop Back Okay, and prior to joining the Shopback family in 2018, Prashant was heading the sales and operations team for Zomato for seven years, including two years uh, in India and five years in the Philippines, where he worked with over 1,200 restaurants and hotels across the region on issues related to business communications, marketing strategy, and feedback improvisation for the partners. Now, Prashant is a mathematics graduate and holds an MBA degree from India. He is currently heading the Shop Back Philippine team on mission to empower Filipinos towards a smarter way to shop. So without further ado, join me in welcoming our very special guest for today, Mr. Prashant Pala. Hi, hi. Thank you, Jamie. Hi. Thanks for this very long introduction. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm very... Uh, I'm very thrilled to be a part of this, and and uh, yes. I really thank you guys for inviting me. Yes, and uh, we are super honored that you can join us here today, and I'm sure a lot of our online viewers are very eager to learn more about you, about Shopback, and how did you start your career journey. But uh, before anything else, I would like to dig in deeper, and you know, um, uh, talk about your first job. Is it um, actually related to marketing already, or was it something that you know just landed on you? Um, I think my first job goes back. Uh, I mean, it's way back in 2010, I started. So I was studying. I was doing my MBA back in India, uh, and I mm -hmm. started working with my own college. So they offered me a job, and it was uh, a sales and marketing job. To be honest, most of the part was was sales, but some of it was related to marketing as well. Uh, but yeah, it was quite interesting. I got to travel. Uh, I think entire North India, I got to travel some other countries like Nepal, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka uh, with my wow. first job, right? So doing all the marketing work that I was doing. And to be honest, I was just a fresh graduate uh, out of college. So, so, so yeah, that's pretty much was it because it was more about talking to people. It was more about community building. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a lot about knowing what exactly people are looking at because it was more of career development. And then, um, helping our students to enroll to the courses that they want to, right? So it was a very personalized uh, way of marketing, not like the big advertisements right. uh, on newspaper mm -hmm. or magazines that we do right now. Yes, and I like what you said because it's really all about helping each other out when it comes to their career developments, right? So having said that, um, I mean, you've been in the marketing, marketing industry for a long time already. I'm sure you have um, uh, a campaign so do you have a remarkable one that you can actually share with our viewers right now? Uh, if you're talking about my previous jobs, let's say, um, you know, so I was doing it at my college. And then um, apart from the, after that, I worked for Zomato for seven years. Yes. Zomato, a lot of you would know, is, is one of the 
top restaurant finder and, and, and search app yes. in the Philippines and across across the globe, right? So it, it's, it's a billion dollar company and like they're doing great. Um, I think out of the two, I think the, the most successful one in marketing, I would, I would still recall as something that I did for my own college. I think we reached out to, uh, it was Nepal. I think we reached out, we, we went to Nepal, we took over a university, uh, you know, it was, it was a, I think an annual festival in the university. And then we reached out and we mm -hmm. did some campaigns where, where we actually were able to find out what students are looking at, what was the gaps between uh, students' education in, in particularly in Nepal and they, what they wanted to achieve out of their, their, their graduate and postgraduate experiences, right? And then, then retargeting those. And again, it's very personal. So it was not like, I mean, social media and, and, to be honest, Twitter and Facebook were big at that time as well, but not as big as they are now. So it was more personal mm -hmm. communication, staying in touch with them, uh, building a community. And it took us like mm -hmm. a year to get in um, a lot of students enrolled from countries like Nepal and Sri Lanka at that time. I, I, I personally recall that as uh, something that developed my skills uh, in community building, uh, developed my skills yeah. in actually listening uh, to what exactly mm -hmm. people need, right? Because marketing is all about knowing what the audience wants, not just selling them their exactly. product like, that they don't really need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I think marketing is also about that communication, that alignment and connection with your community as well. And yeah, um, of course, uh, also having said that, um, what uh, are, are there mentors in your life that you follow? Or I mean, like you've been in the industry for a long time. And in terms of your career journey, you've met a lot of people already. So are there maybe specific mentors that you have? And what are their remarkable, uh, yeah, introduction to you? It's, it's very exciting because, again, uh, to be honest, yeah, I read a lot about having a mentor in life and, and, and you know, that one person that you follow. But uh, I'll be very, I don't, I don't know how, how good this answer would be for everybody who's listening. I don't have one mentor. Uh, I've met mm. quite an amazing people uh, all through my career journey, right? And I think everybody has taught me something or the other. It can, uh, I mean, you can learn. Uh, I, I, I don't remember the exact specific quote. Uh, the quote from from some very great thinker, it was like, I have never met somebody um, so useless that I don't learn anything from them. Uh, useless is not the word. I, yeah. <laughs> but, but I learn something from everybody, right? So I don't have one mentor. But I think in if, if you talk about my personal life, I learned a lot from my parents. Uh, especially mm. my dad, my uncles, they, they taught me a lot of things, right? How to work hard, um, how to be very ethical in life. I think uh, speak what you want to speak, uh, be very truthful uh, towards things that you're mm. doing. Uh, my friends uh, were quite a good motivation for me. My my girlfriend now is is, is a very good motivation for me. Uh, learning, I'm learning a lot of things from her daily in my life as well. In terms of work, I think every... I mean, in every phase, I had somebody or the other teaching me right now, even in Shopback, um, I think my, my current mentor, uh, she teaches me a lot. I, I don't want to take names right now because I understand it's, it's uh -huh. said it, but uh, if she listens to this, yeah, she's, she's been uh, very helpful. She's been guiding me as well. Same with Somato. Um, you know, I, I had a mentor over there. Again, I don't want to take up names because I'm, I'm working right now, but I'm working with them right now. I don't want to like give them names out during the interview, but not one mentor. And I personally feel that uh, everybody can teach you something very, very different. Uh, so that's what I'm doing yes, for. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, that is beautifully said. Uh, I, I agree with what you said because 
experience and the people that we deal with on a daily basis are someone that gives us so many lessons in life. And I also agree with you when it comes to families, I mean, our parents will always be our role models and even yeah. our loved ones, right? Yeah. So uh, also, I mean, like we talked about uh, mentorship already, but now let's go uh, deeper into your career. Now, when you talk about shop math, you just um, mentioned earlier that it's uh, somewhat way different from Zomato or the type of work that you used to do before. So uh, I'm sure our online viewers are intrigued and curious, like, how did you land your job in ShopBack? Okay, uh, that's quite a big story. I, I will try to cut it short. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, uh, how how I landed in, in ShopBack? To be honest, I was working. I started my career in Philippines, so I, I worked in Zomato in India as well for nearly two years. Mm -hmm. But I started my career in Philippines with Zomato. I, I moved here. Uh, to set up the team for Sumatra in the Philippines. And I moved in uh, with one of my other colleagues as well, and we both started the office here. Uh, I was working, I worked for Zomato here for nearly five years in the Philippines. Okay. So we, we, we started from a team of five or six people at that time, and then we reached somewhere 100 plus um, by the time I left back in 2018. Uh, I think I had, I was working in sales, I was working in operation, I was taking up a bit of marketing part in Zomato. Um, as well, and Zomato became huge with you know with, with all the tools and all the all the advertising they were doing for other restaurants. Uh, but I wanted to move into and Zomato is very B two B two B in terms of mm -hmm. any dealing because you deal with restaurants, you deal with uh, you deal with corporates, you deal with your hotel chains, right? I wanted to go into something that deals directly with consumers, right? So business to consumer, right. e-commerce was actually e-commerce is actually one of the platforms you directly deal with the consumers. Uh, I came across with Shopback, one of my um, acquaintances, she was working with Shopback at that particular time, and she introduced me with uh, the, the job opening at Shopback. And then I got mm -hmm. in touch with the Shopback team. They were quite responsive and very fast in terms of, in terms of returning my application. I spoke to the entire team. I, I flew down to Singapore. Uh, I spoke to them. I, I recall my interview process. It was quite fun. Uh, for me, I, was not, I, I did not sleep the whole night before it, so I was a bit cranky when I was doing the interview, I think. <laughs> so yeah. I, I spoke to a lot of people, but I think at the end, uh, by the time we, we had all these conversations, I'm not sure if they were convinced that they wanted me for the job, but I was quite convinced that this is the kind of job I would want to take up because uh, there were a few challenges mm -hmm. at that time that Shopback wanted to uh, wanted to uh, solve. And and right. to be very honest, the, the whole app, the way it functions, uh, you know, we, we really have some unique problems that we are solving for the market. And I was really mm -hmm. sold on the idea. Uh, and I'm thankfully, mm -hmm. thankfully, I'm here. They, they like me. I, I think so. And that's why they offered me the job. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm here uh, helping the team out. Oh, that's cool. Um, having said that, though, we are just talking about shop back. Maybe who, uh, you can actually share in a nutshell uh, a little background about shop back. I mean, Maybe some of our viewers would want to know more about it. Absolutely, uh, I think so. I'll, I'll I'll give you a very small introduction uh, and and consider okay. a scenario where you buy everything online these days, right? right. Especially with the pandemic. Unfortunately, or fortunately, uh, we are going through a big of e-commerce experience now in our in our lifestyle, right? So imagine a scenario where everything that you buy online, every purchase that you make online, gives you something back. In return, and that something back is actual money that you can withdraw in your bank account. That's what Shopback is all about. So Shopback in the Philippines works with over 500 brands 
local and international mm-hmm. that whenever you shop on them if you click on that true shop bag if you discover the source true shop bag shop bag will mm-hmm. guarantee you to give you 0.1% to at least 70% cash back absolutely yeah. absolutely oh. your work now i mean uh it entails you to be a leader so when we talk about leadership uh is there something that you want to share with us with our viewers on how you manage your people i mean there's so many different char- uh, characteristics outside and personalities how do you manage um being a leader i i again i i personally think my team will be able to answer this better because i don't know if i say <laughs> oh i'm a good leader but my team might or might not agree with it but uh, i i think i personally want to be friends uh, with my team uh, when i say friends and and please i don't want to sound like i'm friends with them and i'm not working but friends as in you should know what your team is going through on a daily basis right you are not the only yeah, one are. that is working so when a team wins uh the team actually wins leader does not get the credit but when a team loses a leader should be right there saying okay there was a mistake that we made we will work out it the next time right no leader can win mm-hmm. without a team right absolutely this is mm-hmm. it's it's not possible in in basketball as well or in any sport that you see it's a team effort a team always wins right for for mm-hmm. for anything um i personally think you should give freedom to to your teammates i i i think i give freedom to the teammates again they will be able to correct it <laughs> so i i don't micromanage things but i keep a check on uh, what's happening and how is it going and i think third and most importantly if something is not working well with your team uh, mm-hmm. as a leader you should be able to say okay uh, let's let's execute the plan b right and the team should be right, right. team should be comfortable to tell you that oh we executed something it is not working mm-hmm. very well so you should be uh i think i think my my ex country manager for for from my previous organization used to tell me you should not be a captain you should be a coach right so i think a leader is a coach uh, i'm trying to be one right mm. so so don't don't direct a captain will tell what to do uh but a coach will tell how to do it right and even if something yeah, goes wrong yeah. the coach will fix it right so that's what i think yeah. i am trying to do right now not sure how successful yeah. i am but but yeah because the team is expanding in shop packs we were five mm-hmm. now we're 21 i hope i'm doing an okay job Yes, yes. I like what you said that a leader is a coach. I mean like being a coach also entails you to align everyone and just create that harmony so you can all work together as a whole or as a team. And I I think it's also important that, you know, everybody is just, you know, um in align or like right. uh, you know, in the, in the same vibes, right? But uh it's really hard to be a leader nowadays, right? But having said that, when it comes to your career i i mean um there is like a, a loophole right sometimes we're up sometimes we're down but what can you are there instances or is there something like a remarkable thing that ever happened in your career or like what is the greatest um career success that you've ever encountered in your whole life <laughs> I think I think I'm too young to be to having a greater career <laughs> success. Uh, I mean don't 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 take me wrong I'm not very young. I'm <laughs> I'm not like in my I'm in my 30s so but I'm saying as a career in in my whole career span I've I've just been yes, working yes. for last 11 years. Uh but mm. I personally think 11 years is a too short time to call something as a great uh, great win. I've had short term wins and I have I have small wins in my life. I, mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of them 
I've had good moments and I have had successful moments as well. Uh, but I think something of a great career win. I'm I'm looking forward to it, and I personally, uh, and again, I don't want to sound very cliche, but I personally think that it should come to me in next twenty, twenty five, thirty years because that's what I'm looking forward to. That drives me um, every mm-hmm. morning. But in in terms of short term wins, I think I, and and with shop back, yes. Uh, from where we have come from from 2018 uh, as on today uh, our growth has been phenomenal i think uh, that's one of the memorable uh, i i i still refrain from using the word success but it's one of the memorable uh, wins that we are having day in and day out and we still want to keep winning and still want to be be more and more mm-hmm. successful than what we are right now yes uh, everybody wants that also is to be you know yeah. always on top of the game but yeah. there will also come a time that all of us have you know we do experience some hurdles and also you know the failures but sometimes yeah. they say failures are somewhat um teachers or like you know investment for teaching us on how to improve ourselves so maybe you can actually share with us uh, a couple of failures that you know um made you a better person as you are right now hmm. i i think yeah but what you said failures really teach us a lot of things right so Um, exactly. I I won't re- I won't recall one particular instant, but I would say like a couple of things that as a team leader or or, or as somebody who's uh, you know like we form teams every day and we work with them every day. I think a couple of things that we we always face as team leaders. One of them is when we lose some good people around us, right? So so if you mm-hmm. have somebody who's been outperforming, uh, but but it's human to to be striving to do different things. When you lose a great teammate. Uh, for a leader that's that's one big i won't say failure but one big setback uh because like you know yeah. you know a good teammate going out always always puts a gap in the team that you always have to fill and it's very difficult mm-hmm. uh, because somebody was performing very well uh i think that is that is one um setback second setback would always be uh, that you invest a lot uh, of time and strategy in one particular campaign or one particular idea but it might and might not work it happens uh not just to me i think it's not a unique problem it happens to everybody mm-hmm. who's leading a team or who's doing campaigns especially in marketing right like you can hire the best celebrity you can hire the best idea but you know sometimes it just does not resonate uh i think yeah, what yeah. i have learned from both these instances is one always have uh i mean always have a plan b uh in life yes. and but the, the difference with plan b is like one uh you have to give your plan a 100% time and attention mm-hmm. right if just having a plan b makes you take the plan a very lightly it's not going to work out uh have a plan b but always make sure the plan b is connected to plan a else you are going to go back to zero uh and you're going to start back again uh, that is not going yes, to be yes. very helpful second in terms of managing people i think be always be real with the people you're working with uh take care mm-hmm. of them uh, very very important to take care of your people and know them uh, know their 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 what what drives them in the morning right why why are they right. opening their laptop today what is what what makes them feel good about the work they're doing if we don't know them you are going to lose uh, good people as well yes yes that's true and i think it's also important that you know we take care of our people and just you know show them that we are there for them to encourage motivate inspire and even elevate their you know uh, existence here to show them that Absolutely. we are all in this together right but um, i also like to point out what you said earlier uh it, it's really perfect it, it's nice to have a plan b when it comes yeah. to you know all the areas in our um, careers because 
you gotta be prepared all the time. Like for example, what if um you know there's a setback or the uh, plan A did not work out. So it's also very important to have this um second uh plan plan B rather to right. work on and to make right. a harmony with it. I think I think I think there is this trend of saying that oh we should not have a plan B. Uh, again, mm-hmm. some great tech leaders uh, say this all the time, and I, I totally agree with what they're saying. But if you read between the lines, what they're saying is do not have a plan B which is completely different from a plan A. Uh, your plan mm-hmm. B should be something that supplements uh, if something goes wrong with plan A. Plan A and B cannot mm-hmm. be totally different plans, else yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you just want to waste a lot of time, right? So that's that's important. Yes, yes, that's true. Wow, you're learning so much from me today. And you know, I am learning a lot. Thank you for that. But uh, now I would like to know, I mean, like all of us has um, his or her own mantra or philosophies in life. Maybe you can actually share with us what is your um, mantra or like something that keeps you motivated in the morning or throughout the day or all throughout your life. It's <laughs> a very deep it? question. <laughs> it's, it's a very deep <laughs> question. What is my mantra? I... I uh... I, I don't, okay, I don't know. I just want to keep it real with with, with mm-hmm. the people that I meet, be it friends, uh, family, or, or my colleagues. Uh, my colleagues are my friends as well. Uh, but in a way, I just want to keep it real. I want to be very transparent. Um, I want to be able to give feedback to them or take feedback from them, learn from them every day. Uh, and, and no matter how difficult the, the talk is, I am going to have the talk uh, with everybody because I personally believe uh, you owe it to your friends, you owe it to your family uh, to tell them the truth, to tell them what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so that's my mantra. Right. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that will be it. And second, I think uh, I want to do, I want to make mistakes. That's very, sounds very weird. But yeah, I want to like take risks every morning when I wake yeah. up and I want to do something that, that at night I realize, okay, I took that risk. Uh, Maybe it worked out. Maybe it did not work out. That's the part of risks, right? But but I want to take risks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the day I can't do that, I think I would be very, uh, I would be very upset uh, that oh, I'm I'm stuck with something, anything, work, friends, family that I can't take risks in life yeah. and I can't try something new. Yeah. So you want um you want a challenge or like is that uh those challenges to keep you motivated, right? Yeah. All throughout yeah. your life, right? Yeah, we so, can yeah. say that. Yeah, that um, might be better. <laughs> yes. So uh, let's go uh, back to uh, the key marketing strategies. Now, my um, uh, next question is: In your present role, what are the key marketing strategies you implemented, and why? Okay, um, I'll take a. I'll I'll go back uh, back in t- 2018 when when we started when I started uh, with Shopback, right? So. I think Shopback is a great product out and out, right? So, and yes. as I explained it to you, you, you realize that it was a great product because it's a, it's a need-based product, right? We, we want to save money day in and day out. Uh, but when I joined Shopback, I noticed there were a couple of, uh, couple of challenges that we were facing. I think the biggest one was uh, we were not targeting the right market segment. Uh, and even the market segment that we were targeting, we were not giving them the right market fit message. Right. So, for example, mm-hmm. if we were targeting users for marketplaces, the messaging was going out towards travel, right? Or we were just not targeting people who were, I mean, who will, who will be in a particular category, who or who shop at a marketplace or who shop at travel. Yes, right? yes. I will not go into details of that, but but we started first with segmenting our audience into two markets, 
two different target okay. segments. Uh, one was targeted with wherever they shop, whatever they shop for. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very specific because that's business as usual. And second uh, one was basically the aspiring market, the market that we want um, to, to sustain uh, you know, for a longer term goal that Shopback has. So we started with okay. two different messaging. We started targeting, uh, some of them were targeted with social media marketing because they were very active on social media messaging and all. Um, some of them were targeted with ATLs, uh, with billboards. I'm, I'm not sure if you've ever seen, uh, we had billboards in Etsa, we had billboards mm-hmm. in SLEX. Right. So we targeted them with billboards as well because, you know, you need to do brand building. And then we got on board uh, a lot of influencers, um, celebrities, which can, I mean, it, in a way it will be like vouching for us uh, because, you know, right. a lot of trust that comes in when there is somebody, a known face that's promoting your brand. So that that's that was the key. And we're still still working on that and we're still doing that right now in Chopper. Okay, so now that you've mentioned um, influencer and the influence, uh, influencing market, no? Uh, is there anything, I mean, like, how is it like working for, uh, with influencers and what can, what did they already contributed to shop back and, you know, uh, how were they able to influence the people? I think in terms of influencer marketing, uh, mm-hmm. we have been working with a lot of influencers and shop back. Uh, I personally think majority of them are very very professional uh, they do a great job when it comes to uh, taking your messaging out i think one thing that i realized uh, and we all realized in shop back in a, in a shorter period of time was that we have to find a balance between how influencer talks to their users uh, to their followers uh, and what the mm-hmm. messaging is that what we want to create right initially what we we're trying to do is we were trying to force feed a shop back message to an influencer's followers right and and the followers yes. might not be perceiving Shopback the way we want to perceive, right? So you have to talk to the influencer. You have to listen to them as well, what they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times, they might not have the, the exact same solution because they also have to understand your product. So you help them understand your product. Uh, make them use your yes. product as well, right? And then let them uh, uh, resonate the message uh, that, that they want out uh, with their users, right? Because it becomes, with their followers, right? Because they want mm-hmm. to... You follow a certain influencer because you love what they talk about, how they talk about, right? Uh, you yes, can't yes. force feed what you want uh, yeah, you, their users to listen. It will be a waste of opportunity where uh, there would be a lot of audiences that will listen to their message, but it won't reach them, mm-hmm. right? It won't resonate with them. So that's, I think, that's yes. the key part with influencer management that I have learned. Yes, and I also think that, you know, influencers, they also just uh, give that um, clarity to uh, the world, I mean, to the people who are watching them and just really discuss openly what um, your product is all about and at Absolutely. the same time, do uh, be able to profit from it as well. So uh, also, um, I'm sure our viewers are also curious. I mean, there are a lot of our uh, viewers right now who are old souls or young souls out there as well who would like to try out, you know, uh, the marketing industry. Maybe you have an advice to them on how should they start? What should they do? What kind of mindset should they be thinking? And <laughs> okay. all of that. Yeah. I, I think first of all, <laughs> I don't know if I'm the right person to give you an advice, but but if you have to take my advice uh, in terms of what I've learned in in, in Zomato and especially in Shopback, right? So uh, read about read about campaigns. Specifically, I'm talking about marketing, right? Uh, I'm not saying to read big books. 
if you can that's the best advice i am very bad in reading partic- particularly big books but if you can read books <laughs> yes. nothing nothing beats that right that's that's the best learning mm-hmm. that you can get but if you cannot read like long books read about campaigns uh follow one particular brand or two particular brands that you want right i follow a couple of brands myself uh that i find i, I find their messaging very strong read about how they communicate how they have evolved with the change of times uh mm-hmm. and and implement that in what you want to do that's one yes. second and most importantly as i said always be ready to take wow. risks right but yeah. calculate calculate your risk uh, understand what exactly mm-hmm. you're tar- trying to achieve uh, out of that risk and then okay if i have to go from point a to point b go to point think about point b and then back calculate how are you going to take a risk don't just take a risk for for the sake of it right it's uh, it's very mm-hmm. fun to read in the books that that somebody took a took a big risk and it worked out but yeah, a lot yeah. of times it does not work out and it really it it really is not a very good feeling when when your risks don't work out so back calculate take calculated risk you will sometimes you will fail uh, but you mm-hmm. know it's, it's a great feeling when you realize what you're doing yeah. No. Yes, and I have to add up to that. Now, failures are also the best teachers for us to Absolutely. really just, you know, uh, improve ourselves, the whole company, your brand, and everything else. But uh, I would like to go back to um, the marketing tactics in the Philippines. Maybe you can give us, you know, uh, your view or specific marketing tactics that you have here. Uh, I think two things in Philippines, and and I think the market is in Philippines will will. might might agree with me on this one philippine has to be a mix of not right now because uh, nobody a lot of people are not outside but it's a mix of your atl and digital marketing atl is still or mm-hmm. or over the line uh, above the line marketing and air billboards uh, are very important aspect of filipino marketing even today because you know you need to resonate uh, with the brand in every aspect so that's that's very mm-hmm. important second uh, you need to win the customer trust the consumer trust right you cannot just be a right, big right. brand but not communicate very well with uh, with the user so so your customer service has to be top notch you have to reach out to your users with with what they want to hear out from you so that's ways how you market third and most importantly segment your user very well in philippines right so uh, local language communicate to them in in local language to, just because everybody loves to speak in english that does not mean uh that you will just communicate in english and, and forget that you know like philippine has own own roots uh, towards how how people talk and and like you have to be close to them as well uh that that would be third and and i think fourth and most importantly not just in philippines i think everywhere just just decide where do you want to take your brand and how you want users to perceive your brand right if you want users mm-hmm. to perceive your brand as a smarter brand that's what you build on if you want users to perceive your brand as um as as a playful brand like that's how you build it for right so yeah, you start yeah, from scratch yeah. and then build what you want users to see yes that's absolutely true uh another thing that i would like to ask and you like we are in a the new normal now Yeah. Do you see emerging opportunities for your brand? I mean, like, how do you cope with uh, the sad situation that you are in right now? Uh, I think, I think for Shopback, for any e-commerce right now, um, mm. and we are an e-commerce marketing platform. So, so definitely, the, there is a huge surge in demand uh, that has come in. Uh, I think. I think the market is very fast evolving. User is getting very smarter day by day because. Uh, 
first of all filipino users very ex- experimental like they love to experiment mm-hmm. uh, the social media awareness is huge in the philippines right people use uh, apps they use uh, I mean, they, they they love to search things online um, i think there is a huge brand opportunity uh, there is a huge market mm-hmm. opportunity for everybody but i think what is coming next is uh, i mean yeah there is still pandemic still going on but mm-hmm. some day it will it will fade away right it's it's someday right i hope it goes faster mm-hmm. but whenever it goes yes. like travel travel slowly gradually we come back uh, it won't i don't i i don't know when it will come back to the normal stage uh, pre covid yeah. but it will come back and that's one area that we should not ignore fashion will come back beauty will come back uh, health and beauty will come back to that that level uh, yeah. pre covid i think it will go beyond that level right now because people are more uh, shopping online right so so those things we have to really um, keep an eye on because that will come back very mm-hmm. fast and we have to be prepared for that as well. Mm-hmm. And also a uh, following question is that what is next for shop that? I mean uh, it's it's an emerging um brand so yeah. what are you Yeah. I think I think in Philippines uh, price product comparison product comparison is something that we are paying attention to. Uh, we are going to add more and more products that you can compare the prices. Uh, you can get yes. the best value for the money. that's something that we're looking at and then very very interestingly because it's right in time for 1111 please look out for our 1111 campaign the singles day campaign yeah. that's going to be really really big uh, from shopback site uh, i i i mean we're going to go bigger we're going to give a lot of freebies we're going to give a lot of stuff for 100% cashback please Ooh, download exciting. that and look for it yeah Yep, absolutely. Guys, you heard that. We should all download Shop Back already. If you don't have it, go download it. <laughs> But right yeah, now. um <laughs> Yeah, I'm for sure maybe uh, you know, it has been a very very insightful and inspiring discussion. Thank you so much. Uh, we learned so much from you today. But um is there any advice or last words that you can actually share with all our viewers and the young souls out there? Ah, uh, I think. I mean, no advice. I think just stay safe, please, guys. Like right now, uh, that's health is the biggest um, uh, gift, you know, that you really need to preserve. So please be healthy. Uh, please yeah. uh, stay safe. But but yes, uh, be prepared for the Christmas season. I mean, it's it's already here. So so yeah, just mm-hmm. like spread out happiness around. And again, in terms of marketing, in terms of your work, please take risks. Uh, please don't don't feel. Uh, feel short of trying out new things right so do that and yeah please you shop back yeah. that's that's the personal advice that i'll give <laughs> thanks a yes, lot and thank and you guys for inviting me yes thank you so much for being thank with you. us here today it's been an honor uh, talking to you and learning so much about you know your career journey your marketing strategy and all that and thank you so much for the time so once again uh this has been marketing mondays and um this has been Jamie Gabby as well and Guys, we will see you again on our next episode for hashtag Marketing Mondays.